Tip Up with DJ Mad Max. We have Rain joining me here on the show here tonight. Mad Max Radio Live 365. How's everything going? Welcome to the show. Hi. I'm glad to be here. Of course. Fresh off of the birthday week. How was your birthday? What did you do for your birthday? Um, I just did some basic stuff with like people I grew up with and like people I know for like 10 plus years. And then I added a couple of my business partners in there. But every day is my birthday. So whenever I feel like celebrating, I'm very spontaneous. I just do stuff whenever I feel like it. I know Biggie used to say birthdays were the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty. Was there ever a time where birthdays were the worst days for you? Um, yeah, but my mom always made it good. So I wouldn't say it was bad. You know, um, I've always had a lot of friends and people who, you know, showered me with love. So going back to when I was a kid. So, I mean, I've always had like good birthdays. I give a lot of love to other people. So that's why I get it in return. So like when people birthday come, I always do nice things for their birthday. So I feel like that's why, you know, the love is received. And you mentioned before that you've kept a bond with close friends for like 10 plus years. What do you think it's been that these friends have been so loyal to you? Because in the entertainment industry, friends are pretty much snakes. You can't have any of them. You want to keep a tight circle. So what do you think it is that these friends have remained loyal to you for so long? Well, the, the, the friends that I have, they don't um, work in the club. They're mainly okay. like people who have like real jobs. You know, they work at the hospital or they just work for different companies and stuff like that. So they're nine to five people, you know, so, um, but, you know, their work has nothing to do with it. We just were the type of people, if you need a call at three in the morning, you got a flat on the side of the road, we're going to be there for each other. Or if you get a heartbreak, you know, I got a shoulder to lean on type of thing or whatever. So we just always there for each other and just keeping a bond with each other whenever we need each other. So. That's important. So you found it difficult to make your friendship, real friendships within the club scene? Is it kind of difficult? Is that why it's more on the outside? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of friends in the club too, but I wouldn't say they know where I live at or they have my phone number. It's just mainly like, you know, when you go to work, you have your work friends and then you have real friends and stuff like that. But I have a couple ladies in the club that I, you know, can call if I need something or whatever. They're very good people too. So I wouldn't say that, you know, stereotyping people in the club. But you got snakes that work at freaking Bright House or, yeah. you know, so I wouldn't say, you know, can't really say that. Exactly. And I did want to get into it because Al Nice was telling me about this event that you recently had with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So how did that go? Um, I just went to the game. Um, it was fun. Um, a couple of my friends played for the Bucs, so I just got a free ticket. Um, I went along, so it's fun. Okay, yeah. who, who are some of your friends on the Bucks? If you don't mind mentioning them, who, who are you friends with? I can't say. You can't say it. <laughs> uh, so, so let's talk about where you grew up. Where exactly did you grow up regionally in the United States? Um, I grew up in Tampa, Florida. Okay, so um, home team right there with the Bucks. So it makes sense. Yes, yes, near um, Bush Gardens area. So it's pretty local. So yeah, what made I, you want to get? In- from there, with growing up in Bush Gardens, what would you say led you on the journey you want to get into the club scene? Um, just like I had a host. I've always been like a dancer and a performer. So I had like a, a manager, I mean, um, and he just was like doing it for a couple girls. And he was like, you can host. And this is like the Keisha Carroll era. Um, I actually modeled her lipstick and stuff like that. So it was just kind of like, 
easy. They were like, you can get paid to come to clubs and party. Like, who wouldn't do that? So I realized that dancing was more money. Like, you can get more cash flow doing that. So I was like, shit, I might as well just, you know, go and try to get hosted as a dancer. So that became something. And then I just started working regularly in a club, too, as well. Mm-hmm. How about for video, like video vixen experiences? Have you done some music videos with artists and stuff like that? Yeah, I've done um, a couple of local artists, a couple of famous artists. But for the most part, videos aren't really like something I care to do so much because there's like little pay and a lot of work, you know, so it's not something I really care to do. But yeah. I've done music videos. Okay. Who's, uh, who are some artists that you can mention that are kind of like on the rise that you've been a part of their videos for? I can't. I, well, I've done Ply's music video. Ply's, yeah, it's big. <laughs> He's a joke. He's funny. Um, I've done Smoke from Film Mob video. Um, I can't even say. It's just so many. Um, if the song is good, I kind of remember it. But other than that, <laughs> I don't even really listen to music like that. So you don't, and you're in the clubs all the time. Do you feel so like current music is just not your scene pretty much? Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. I like to write in silence more since I'm always listening to music. So yeah. if there's a time that you are putting on the playlist, who who's on the playlist that you like listening to? Of course, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. How about on the hip hop side of things? Um, I like old school, so I would go with like Biggie, Tupac, LL Cool J, Mace, like that type of era. <laughs> yeah, I'm not big on. I I know I I help a lot of artists out today, but a lot of it's just it's too much of a, it's a popularity contest now. It's not based on artistic value anymore, and actually bringing something to the genre. It's all popularity on TikTok and social media. Right, it's just gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> Have you kind of noticed like because when you because we, we talk about natural beauty versus people trying to go out and be fake. Have you kind of seen like the impact that these artists have had on just women in general trying to transform into what they look like? And I wouldn't say that it starts with the rappers. I usually blame one person. I say Kim Kardashian started all this stuff that's going on. She's really the the main reason why we have what's going on today. But how much have you kind of noticed that like within the club scene and just people trying to be someone who they're not? I think it came noticeable with Kim, but everybody's been been like celebrities been doing it. They've been getting facelifts and been doing eye things and nose jobs and all that stuff. But I feel like she made it noticeable, um, you know, whatever. But um, they do it in our club. They're getting the injections and all that stuff. But I don't know. I think, I don't know. Men like what they like. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want and they'll still go like something else. So it's like, you know, it, I don't know. But it's, it's definitely um, influenced a yeah. lot from Instagram and everything around you, you try to see something and want to be like it. So. Yeah, it's completely toxic because I grew up in the era and and you as well, like your favorite artist listening like you just mentioned before is Beyonce we looked at natural beauty like J-Lo Beyonce I just don't understand why we don't look towards I wouldn't those say that those are natural that's what I'm trying to explain to you like I don't want them to come for me because I love both of them but they've been doing work too they just do it lightly or gracefully so it doesn't look like it's overpowered 
but everybody's done it. If you have money, you probably go get it yeah. done too. <laughs> so it's, like, it's just something that's common, but I don't feel like it's something that you should do for other people. You should do it for your own self-esteem. You know, I mean, you should already have self-esteem, but if you want to do it to make yourself feel better, then that's cool. But it shouldn't be based off of other people. Yeah, no, you got to do whatever makes you feel comfortable at the end of the day. You mentioned that you getting a manager early on and modeling lipstick. Have, were you ever able to get an agent? Because I know talent agents are a bit modeling agents. Were you able to land a modeling agent or you just? No, my manager was just a friend. Um, one of my best friends since third grade. It was her friend. It was like a third party person. And they just were like, oh, she wanted to do it. So I was like, all right, well, we can be a team and kind of do it together. So that's kind of where it started from. But I didn't have a real manager. We never even had a real contract or anything like that. So um, that's why I want to get with him and do more of like brand ambassador and trying to get myself out there more than what I did. Because, you know, we get lost in the sauce when we're in the club. It's kind of like fast money. Exactly. Have you thought about what are some like future goals for yourself as far as modeling? Have you thought about potentially wanting to get involved with Fenty? What are some things you want to get involved with the modeling side of things? Oh, well, modeling side of things, I will brand ambassador anything that makes sense to me as a person. Like I had a lingerie line at one point, so I would definitely love to have my own lingerie line. But if Rihanna hits me up, I will definitely be a brand ambassador for that. But um, yeah, I I just anything that kind of makes sense to who I am, I would be branding for. So like I like adventuring. I like working out and like you know, workout clothes. So anything in that line will be fun for me. Um, so. Exotic additions. I think that was one of the lines that you had tight fit body. Yeah. Those are some of the mm-hmm. things So talk to me about these lines that you started and how they're going right now and what the future vision is for them. Well, I thought about revamping them, but one is a, a sex line that has lingerie and sex toys and things like that. And then I have another one that's just workout clothes and a lot of people took to the workout clothes and stuff like that. So I um, was thinking about just doing that again, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm doing the house stuff as well. Like I'm in the real estate. I'm trying to be a, um, you know, what I am a capital raiser and um, I'm a real estate investor. So that kind of takes a lot of my energy as well. So, but I need, I need my hands on everything. <laughs> so <laughs> So you mentioned the real estate investor. So what kind of sparked your mindset into getting into the, the business of real estate? Well, um, I just want money fast and money to be like, you know, lifetime. And I want generational wealth. I want things to last for, you know, because I'm in this fast life things. But I still want it. I want fast money, but I want it to last. So I was looking up things to do and things like that. And I just came across like real estate is the quickest way to become rich and wealthy. And it really is. So I have a mentor that my mom been trying to introduce me to for like five or six years. And I just, you know, we do a lot of deals together and stuff like that. So yeah, that's fire. So talk to me about the real estate. Now that you've had some experience, how's everything going with selling property and just different things to, that you've been able to accomplish so far? Well, the market is kind of high, but it's still, you know, yeah. do- doable. Um, and you know, it's, everybody's trying to do it. So it's not easy, but you know, you just gotta be quick and you gotta be on it and focus on what you want and, you know, just stick to it. But it is, it's hard. It's not easy. I've lost money, made money, but the goal is to own a couple doors. That way I can, you know, 
have money coming in when I'm on an island sipping on a margarita or something and doing nothing. So exactly, you mentioned you just want to have your hands in that anything right now. So you already got the modeling thing. You want to expand there. You got the club scene down. You're in the real estate. So what are some other avenues that you're looking to expand into? Because you're an entrepreneur. Um, well, I would probably want to do like group homes or something to do with like just maybe moms. I'm not a mom or anything, but like teen moms, people who struggle with like trying to find somewhere to live. And it is hard, you know, paying rent and mortgage and stuff like that, or even being able to get a mortgage. So, um, yeah, just helping people find resources, hygiene. Um, my mom does a pantry every Tuesday. So she does a lot of that stuff anyways, but just maybe having like housing for the women or having housing for people who could come take showers and different things like that. So I'm big on giving back because I didn't really have a lot growing up. So anything to help those people. Exactly. It, it, would you say that it was your mother that instilled that in you? Because you mentioned she's at the pantry. So was she the one that instilled in you that it was yes, important to she, she runs the same pantry we used to go to. Wow. So, yeah. So that's pretty much why it's like inspirational. Um, I'm a very humble person. I speak to homeless people. You don't see me talking to anybody. Like, I don't really, you know, judge. Wow. So. Have you ever thought about relocating outside of Tampa? Or are, are you currently in Tampa still, even though you're from there? Yes, I'm in Tampa. I actually been living here for a while, but I've lived in Miami and I lived in um, Orlando for a little bit as well. Okay. Um, I just like Tampa. Tampa is home. Um, I've been to a lot of different places, a lot of different countries, probably like 25 plus countries and some multiple times. But I just, I just love Tampa. Tampa's very like a, like I said, homey, but it's still a lot of things to do. So now that you've been to over 20 countries, do you think the United States really is the number one country in the world? Would you say that? Cause I, cause I always ask people that that's been to other places or is from outside. Like, do you really buy the American dream that people say, Oh yeah, this is the place. Do you think so? Well, I don't want people to light me up, but I, I do think America is, you know, full of crap, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, one of the best places to live um, because there are so many opportunities for you to make money um, that other countries just don't have. Um, so I will say it is a really good country to live in. I love it. Yeah, I, I, my issue with it is just the hypocrisy, just like with human rights and health care. That should be just a, a natural thing. People should be given medicine and health care. Yeah, yeah, it should sure. be free, like universal. Women yeah. should get free tampons and pads. Yeah. <laughs> like, get all that stuff for free. Um, but I do feel like, you know, um, the oppressed stay oppressed. So it's is meant for that so imagine in another country that's already oppressed there's no way of them getting out of it so that's why you have to come here because there are more resources there are more kinder people there are more things well there's kind people in other countries but you know there's more ways to get to where you need to go like a village there's more people here to help you and stuff so Say if you were to relocate to another country one that you've been to already where would rain find her second home um, definitely Turks and Caicos. I love okay. that. I always go there. Um, shout out to my Turks Islanders. I love them so much. Um, they book me a lot. Um, yeah, so I love them. They're really awesome there. And they have money. So it's, it's, it's third world, but it's also a lot of um, like money going around and stuff. 
yeah. for the economy. Because travelers um, there, tourists go there and pay for things, and there's a lot of businesses and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. I know people have called the United. I've seen it on Twitter. People say the United States is just a fake Gucci belt, which I really agree with at the end of the day. So they can come kill me in the comments. I don't really care. So. I, I mean, just with your experience of being in the clubs, you know, how competitive is it? You know, because the club scene, there's clubs everywhere. So how competitive of a competitive nature is it from your experience? Um, it's very competitive, but, you know, you, your teacher taught you to keep your eyes on your own paper. So, you know, it just resonates to where you at then. And then it's like, I'm a beautiful girl, so I don't really worry about other things like that. I just go in there and make my money. And like all of us have a story. So everybody there for a purpose. So it can get very competitive and like envious. People are drinking, they're on, you know, whatever else, um, things that they're on. So it's just a way for people to probably lash out on you even more. Um, I do believe in the seven deadly sins. So they're all in there. <laughs> So you got to worry about people being different people who then they really are. So that's probably a big thing. How much have you noticed, like with the Me Too era, with the movement going on, how much has that impacted the club scene, especially with dancers such as yourself? Um, I honestly would say like, you know, people stereotype strippers like, oh, they're out there and all that. But I wouldn't think that because like we we're in the club. We make money. We don't have to leave with a guy. So I would just say that that's probably not something that actually happens as much in our club. Um, most of the girls in the club are pretty, pretty feisty. So they, <laughs> they you know, they're finessers. They see the game coming before it even happens. Um, you know, it's, it's, to be a dancer, you have to be very strong minded and know that, you know, don't leave your drink down. Don't do certain things like that. So, like. I don't know for every woman in the club, but most girls that dance, they know if they have one experience, they ain't had another one after that. So I wouldn't say the Me Too has um, did anything for us, but it has brought an awareness to a lot of other people, you know, so. Yeah, no, that's definitely important. There's a lot of scumbag guys out there, so. Yeah, so I don't think it's really changed a lot of them. I think a lot of them just try to finagle ways, but you know, I work like, in an urban club, so not to say that black men don't do that or anything like that, but you know, they look, they gonna get looked at kind of differently. So they're not gonna be in no club just trying to fondle a woman or do anything. And then we don't have back rooms, so it's not like they can't see what we're doing. If the security sees something going on, he's gonna come take care of it. So that's pretty good. And I'm licensed to kill, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's you know, important yeah 100 percent. you know you you got to keep yourself safe at all times how about reality tv or just i know reality tv is on the fake side of things but have you thought about like starting like reality tv based on your life like with real estate i think that would be interesting because you have so um, not just with me but i have thought about doing like a, um and i talked to him about it i really should have like an nda because i don't really want to like get somebody still my ideal but i do want to do one with the strippers in our club because it's kind of like everybody else thinks that they're just dancers but they have all type of businesses other girls do other things we just like a cash flow like this is our capital this is ways to make money come in even if we have other things or if you work a nine to five and you got to wait a whole week to get paid or two weeks to get your check you can still come in and make your paycheck 
like in one night and just, you know, have that money. So it's just, I want them to see the inside of what really goes on in the club and outside of like our daily lives, not just, you know, sleeping all day or just, you know, we do other things. We do move around and have other lives. So. You got to have multiple streams of income. Was there ever a time where you kind of had a realization because you know how important it is that you have to make money? Was there ever a time where you were materialistic throughout your life and you had to realize, all right, maybe I could sell some of the stuff that I've been buying all my life and just figure out ways to just stack up because I had to go through that realization recently, like within the past couple of years, because I was so big into buying sneakers and buying all this stuff. And I was like, man, I could sell all this and buy more important investments to, to get my life and my career moving forward. Was there ever a point in your life where you, you were materialistic and then you had to realize like, no, hey, I'm still money. materialistic, but I don't buy my own materials. So I'm not going to sell them. I would just, you know, keep them because they're going to be, you know, later on, they're going to be worth way more. So I don't I don't have anything that I feel like I got to get rid of, but I do need new money. So I work every day. I try not to touch things that I already have so I can go out and make money. And that's the luxury of being a dancer. You can pay whatever amount to work at a club and you can make that money right then if you need money. So but the clubs have been slow because the value of a dollar is not a value anymore. It's like two dollars. So, yeah. And life is just going up. Bills are going up. So, yeah, it is harder for us now, but that's why I say I'm not really caring about that. If somebody wants to do something for me, like material wise, I probably would just be like, give me the money or let's invest into something like, you know, that's going to make us more money. Exactly. You know, I did want to get into your name, Rain. Because every time I hear the, the the name Rain, I think of the SWV song, of course. So tell me how you got your name Rain. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just like born in September. It's hurricane season. So just rain. It's always raining. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always been rain, especially you're in the, if you're in the New York area. It's been flooded. Pretty much yeah. rain the whole summer here on the East Coast. Yes, I was there like two weeks ago and um, it was raining. And I was like, what? I'm trying to be outside. <laughs> it was good though. It was, it was drizzling. Not how it is now, right now. But no. um, so. Yeah. You you mentioned that Tupac is on your playlist before. I bet you you know where I'm going with this. What are your thoughts on that? We may be getting some closure soon on the details of going on with that case. Because because Tupac's my favorite rapper and he's on your playlist. So what are your thoughts on we might be getting some closure here as Tupac fans? I'm a conspiracy theorist, so. Oh, you, you There's think so many conspiracies that could have happened. I don't feel like that. You know, they've been new. Like now, y'all want to just tell us somebody out of nowhere. So. I'm not going to throw any names out there because I know there's people like, oh, this one did this. This one had this one set up. Are you one of the ones that think like he's out in Cuba? Is that kind of something you think? Or you just think that there's someone um, it's possible. You know, his name is Machiavelli. So, yeah. You know, the story behind Machiavelli is like he disappeared, created a whole new person and all that stuff. Um, one of his daughters, well, I don't know if it was his real daughter, but a girl came up and was like, she's been seeing her dad. Her dad came to visit her and all that. And a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But I don't really know. Like, that's not one of the conspiracies I've ever, like, been into. But like I said, America is crazy. So they'll create whatever to make us believe whatever. So who knows? Exactly. 
especially on Twitter now, there's all kinds of propaganda. And yeah, you can't even tell what's real. And, you know, you can't tell what's real or fake anymore. It's insane. Yeah, my friend has the AI app and um, like she be like talking to people on there, like as far as like if she wants to make a reply or even create a resume or even put her face on something else. It's like, that's scary, you know, so you never know. They can do whatever. We see that with the writers and the actor strike now because they're going to be starting to clone all these actors and use their image and likeness without paying for it. So, yeah, it's scary times right now. And that's why they've been on strike for months. I didn't know why they were going to where they were on strike. I thought they weren't getting paid. Yeah, they, they weren't getting paid. But the AI is another thing that they're starting to use that apparently for background actors, too. Yeah, there's a lot of issues why they're striking, but definitely the payments, definitely one of the reasons. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I heard that you have an upcoming birthday bash here on Instagram. Yes, yes. October 7th. I'm doing something at Playhouse. Every year I always have a party. That's why I'm like my actual birthday is like, but then I have a party. So that's fun. What usually goes down at these parties? Just DJing, music, dancing? Yeah, party. Yeah, I get on stage at like 2.20 and then make a lot of money. <laughs> what would make your birthday one artist to come and perform? Would it be Beyonce? Who's that one artist you would love to perform at your uh, Well, I seen Beyonce in Toronto. I went to go see her early. I should have went to Houston because that one was lit, but... I went to Toronto. I never been there. I like to do like 48 hours in different cities. So that's kind of what I did. I just flew in, went to see Beyonce and hung out for a day or two, you know. But um I don't really know. I probably would pick somebody that's not that famous, but still like probably like Dream Doll or something. Cause I okay. see her and she's really fun. So I would like her. Yeah, she's really cool. Dream so, doll. Like that cash doll, because cash doll know how to make the money. <laughs> yeah, she did throw the money, so that would be fun. I feel like Beyonce be hiding from everybody. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know yeah, she's uh, she's so famous. I just don't know when you get to that level of fame, like kind of like Drake in a way. You're just so big. It's like I don't know how you exist because it's just everywhere. You can't even leave your house. Right. Yeah. I think that that's scary. Man. <laughs> yeah, you, you want a certain level of fame. Not I think once you get that crazy, it's it's too much. <laughs> yeah. But I think she's been dealing with it for a long time because she's been famous for a while. Yeah. Destiny's it's, Child. It's, it's like the yeah. 90s. Yeah. That's that's something I would love to listen to. Like Destiny Child's is good. That era is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, the 90s hip-hop, R&B, nothing beats it. I wish artists, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into it because I'll get cooked in the comments, but it is what it is. I mean, you have Usher opening up the Super Bowl, so I'm actually looking forward to that. Oh, no, that's going to be awesome. Hopefully yeah. he brings out Beyonce again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I like Usher, so I, I know people were, I really don't know who was criticizing, but I saw a couple people on Twitter not too happy that Usher was performing. But I, I think he's perfect for the halftime show. I, I, he's got yeah. the, he's got the I club records. Show, but I would love to go to Vegas to see that because that's like amazing. He's literally putting on art, and that's what I'm big on is like art. So he's really performing. So you mentioned art. Are you big into like collecting paint? Like even eventually down the line, like collecting paintings and stuff. Is that like an interest to you? 
Um, I would, but I, I'm more of like a clean and simple type of person. If I had a mansion and I had a place to put them all, then that would be nice. But for now, like I just like going to museums and seeing them. But that is how people like, you know, rich people um, traffic their money or clean their money is through paintings and stuff like that. So hopefully I'm able to buy a lot of paintings. <laughs> <laughs> so when the mansion comes, what's the first painting you're putting in your mansion? Mm, I don't know. I have to find it. It'd probably mm. be an umbrella with rain. Okay. Yeah. Something. Find me a painter and make something like that. I used to have a painting with like glass, and it was like made out of like glass, so that was cool. Oh, that's so. fire! So, how did you get the? Because I know your name is Rain, but who designed the umbrella logo? Because I see you got your own chain right there with the umbrella. Yeah, my ex boyfriend bought me this, and he just was like brought it home. But I always like use the um, emoji. And then my real name has the J, so it's like, it's cute. I have another brain thing, but I don't like wearing that. That's not something I will buy, so. I know that's a big, I think Tory Lanez, I know he's going through a lot right now. I think he has the forever umbrellas or something A like lot that. of people ask me that every time they see me, and I'm like, I had this chain before Tory Lanez, yeah. okay? <laughs> that's a bar. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, unbelievable. I had rain before Tory Lanez. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's cool. I really do. Um, like... <laughs> yeah, I do too. I know he's going through a lot. So, I mean, 10 years is a long, I mean, if he really, I know he, he got convicted for it. I mean, people, there's conspiracies behind it if he did it. Well, I mean, um, if you read the records for, for what I'm reading, I thought he got charged with the actual gun and not the shooting. So I don't really know, but. I mean, for him to be a felon and have a gun, you know, that's still illegal. Yeah. 10 so, years is too. It's, around a gun. Yeah. 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 T- 10 years is too much. I, I already saw the mugshot and it looks like he's already been through 10. It's, it's too much. Yeah. But, you know, um, women are, you know, the powerful ones. So. Yeah. And, and rightfully so. It's a, It's been a long time coming. Yeah. I can't say too much. Yeah. Is, is there something You're that you... Email. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something that you do want to say, but you don't want to get... Yeah, but like, I don't I don't condone domestic violence at yeah, all. No. The relationship for like four years. So um, that is very much possible. You know, men are manipulative. Um, so are women, because women can be too. I can be if I want to. So um, yeah, it's... It's not cool to ever, you know, feel like you have to destroy somebody's property, put your hands on them, or do anything in that like matter to get your feelings across. Yeah. You know, I'm exactly. also a leader, so I'm very nonchalant. Like, I don't argue. Um, I don't get into that. No, <laughs> yeah, but that makes you- people even more mad. You know. So. Do you think the Me Too movement, I, it, it does help women out a lot, but you think it hurts it when we look at cases like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, because you'll have women take advantage of it? Because now women, when they come out and share their stories, that now well, it's, we can kind of finagle it. Do you think it kind of hurts women as well a little bit? Um, It definitely hurts. I mean, because when you call the police, the first thing they're going to say is like, oh, like, you know, they always make you seem like you're the bad person and not the victim. And it's like, um, should I even call you bitches in the first place? I should have just cried a river on my own and stuff like that. So it does 
hurt because now you have to relive this over and over and over. And like, who's going to go to court and like proceed through all of it? It's like too much. So I don't think um, some women are even strong enough to be able to deal with that. But yeah, I feel like you have to stand up for your rights if you need to. And that's what's going on with uh, Megan. Even if her story is whatever it is, people are criticizing her and making her feel like less than because she told her story, you know, so. Yeah, I get it. Like if whatever happens, you know, you got to speak up and there's got to be consequences. It is what it is. But yeah, but the tour, I mean, the other um, Johnny Depp case, that was like a movie. (laughs) And I was like, I think this is for TV. I don't know if it was serious or not. Because it was just hilarious. And the way they put it on Netflix, I was like... You saw the Netflix special on it? I watched it. with all the little... I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know if that was like real or if that was just some shit they did for TV. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. I hope she didn't shit on the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Or his floor. It was his his bed. She shit on his bed. Yeah. unbelievable and and i still think it hurt he still because that's the thing i don't like about cancel culture especially if you didn't do what, what you were accused of is that once you're canceled i don't think you can come back from it because he still hasn't come back from that yet because he had all these movie deals lined up and he still hasn't had his opportunities come back yet i know rihanna gave him the fenty thing i think at one of the award shows and he was on the screen doing some modeling for her work but besides that he still really yeah, has but he rich and she owe him so he'll never have to work again yeah no <laughs> you probably made some money off the netflix special like hey can we air this like of course come on let's do it so i'm not i'm not sure um if that even matters i don't think he's blackballed um uh like a show for him, probably a movie for role hasn't, you know, came about for him yet. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It'll yeah. Because everybody was on his side. I don't even think nobody was on her side. Yeah. I think when <laughs> the accusations thing- came out, that's when everyone was on her side. But when everything unraveled with the trial, it, it turned. <laughs> yeah. But in the trial, all that stuff really did happen. They were in a toxic relationship. They yeah. did bad things to each other. He was yelling at her, doing things like they did stuff to each other. I mean, she showed clearly a video of him being crazy, but. Oh, the cabinet video. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, sometimes it's just like, we see it, but we just don't care. We're just still going to be on that person's side, which is insane. But yeah, I believe both of them. I believe her side of the story and I believe his because they both probably did shit to each other and that's what happens when you're in a toxic relationship you should just part ways i believe it yeah but she's you know living with a big famous star that has all this money same thing with the girls that were with r kelly like definitely were groomed into that situation but they felt like they didn't couldn't go anywhere else because what else they're gonna go you know yeah he upgraded their lives so it's like not in a good way, but that mentality. And that's why I can't be tricked because I'm going to go for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can and see it a mile away. Yeah, so. The birthday bash on the way. What are some other things that you have coming up that we didn't mention about? 
Um, well, I'm going to start working with him so that we can, you know, start getting some more gigs rolling in and stuff like that. But I go to a lot of um, real estate conferences. So that's what I want to do. And um, I've done a car wash also at the club, the strip club for like the homeless people. We're raising the money up to like give out to them. So I might do another one of those before Halloween. And then um, just like I said, maybe revamping the workout clothes because that was like a big, a good thing for me. And I don't know, just maybe buying a new property because that's what I'm looking for now. So I could flip it. But, so I got a lot of stuff going on. Just got to get up every day and do it. Yeah. No, you definitely have your priorities in order. You know what you want. You mentioned Halloween's coming. Scariest movie you've ever seen. Now the Halloween season in October is coming. What's the scariest movie? Like, I'm really not, like, scared of anything when it comes to movies because I really feel like it's, you know, I believe in spirits and stuff like that. No lie. But, like, I don't know. I just think, like, most of the movies aren't really that scary. What makes you a believer in spirits? Did you ever have, like, kind of like any, any experiences? Is that why? Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a um, sixth cent and a third eye for sure. Um, like I've had dreams and things happen like for real, for real. And I know people always say that it's like a thought that you thought that was going to happen or something, but no. Must watch movie. And I, I, instead of scariest, much watch horror movie for October. What's the one you have to see? I would say, um, what's the movie with all the witches? <laughs> it's funny, though. Hocus Pocus, is that it? <laughs> yeah, Hocus yeah. Pocus, because I love, I watched that last year when it came out. Like, I like that type of Disney movies. Um, I actually wanted to go to Oregon. They have the Halloween town there. So I was like, that would be cool for me. But scary movies don't, aren't really scary anymore. They're all, like, plotted and, yeah, it, it's pretty much they're they're terrible because I'm a big horror movie guy. They're terrible. It's not plot based anymore. It's all of how how can we rack up the most goriest kills in the movie? It's more kill based than plot based. It's not even really gore like that either because it's like I like action movies because that's more gore and it's like. Oh. You think so? I mean, there's some movies out there you probably haven't seen them. I know that people go crazy for this movie Terrifier, and it's that movie's pretty gory. I don't know if you've seen that. I watched those. It's just I probably have to go check it out. Yeah, that those movies are pretty gory. I just can't. I'm more of give me a plot. Give me. I'm more of a documentary type of person, so that's kind of scary. Like I like documentaries, watching like stuff that happened to people, but they don't really show it all the time. But. Yeah, so I like that type of stuff because it's real. It's really what happens to somebody. So, I agree. I know Netflix has a ton of them. They glorify ser- real life serial killers. That's yeah, uh, that's crazy. I can't get into those, but I can see why people would watch them because it's real life and it's, it's scarier than what you'd see in a movie. I don't really know if they glorify them. They're just more just putting their story out there just so that you know, because it could be your neighbor next door. You just really never know what could happen. Um, it could be your Uber driver you're just driving down the road with and you got in the car with. Like, they need to make more movies that are about that, that are more realistic, what's going on today and stuff. I mean, you might find that on Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> but it might not be as good of a movie, so quality-wise. No. We mentioned the realist, the reality show earlier. How about on the movie side of things? Have you thought about being in front of the camera or behind it? Because you, you seem to be well-rounded with the film and entertainment world. 
Yeah, I definitely could do that. I, I could film a scene and like no time and do it. It just has to be a good opportunity or something that's going to be something I'm going to want to promote, if that makes sense. Oh, you could do it. Being something that's like, I mean, Tubi is good though, because there, there's a lot of stuff on Tubi that I have good. I haven't watched anything on Tubi, but from like seeing stuff on Instagram, there are good stuff, but you know, so like even our show could end up on Tubi because people will watch it. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm 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 open to any opportunity that can help me grow. So I'm not never stuck in my ways. I want to be better. So hundred percent. How did the year 2023 change you for the better? Mm, I haven't really, this, I feel like I really just floated through this year. It's so, it went by so fast. It did. So yeah, like, I'm not going to say that I'm going to wait until 2024 to start what I want to do, but I'm already going to start doing it but I would say just the change is just seeing that I the time went by so fast I would say yeah so it hasn't really it well I guess it did it changed me for the better so that I could see that I need to start using my time more valuable and um, be more disciplined with myself and you know say what I mean and mean what I say so there we have it Rain, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know that we didn't cover here tonight that you want to get out there? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still growing, so that's why I, when, when I do get everything together, maybe we can have another interview. Actually, absolutely. be able to tell you everything that I'm doing in the process of how I got there. Um, but yeah, I would just tell them whatever you want to do. You can stumble, fall, get back up. You got time. Um, it don't matter how old you are, people lose stuff all the time and gain it back. So, yeah, it's never too late. No, it's not. Where can they follow you on Instagram, Twitter? I think it's Rain Exotica 183. Is that what it is on Instagram? Yeah, 813. 813. 813. Okay. Yes, Rain Exotica 813. Yes. Is that and on I, Twitter as well? Um, I'm not really on Twitter, but I, I think I have like a little spot. Twitter that I just watch stuff on because you know it got all the good stuff on there. It does. Yeah, that's where you get <laughs> your buy everything on Yeah, but I'm gonna get with him so that I can get my PO box together. Um, you know, get my Facebook and all that stuff because I do have a Facebook, but I need to like tune to it because I don't even know how to work it. Yeah, yeah, I got rid of my Facebook. I want nothing to do with it. I don't need it. Yeah, I'm good on a Facebook. <laughs> but it's good for you though like especially with the real estate stuff that i'm doing so i'm gonna get a professional one and then i have my other one so it's good you never know but i thank you for having me on here it was a great opportunity so i do this again <laughs> of course i appreciate it thank you ray and i enjoyed our conversation and shout out to l nice too for getting us connected yes. and scheduled and everything yes but okay, so I appreciate it. Let me know when we're gonna do this again. And of course, whenever you have more stuff on the way, that when you're ready, just let me know, and we'll we'll okay. get back on here. Oh, maybe in person next time because I want to start doing. What more. city are you? I'm I'm from Connecticut, but hopefully by then I'll be traveling around. Once you're ready to do another one, I'm tired of being in this. You gotta come to Tampa. Yeah, I want to go to Florida. 
I, yeah. I need the weather. I, I can't stand the cold weather. I could feel it's coming already and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, it sucks. We're yeah. still getting sunshine. So Yeah, I'm, I'm a hot weather person. Forget the cold. I've had enough. Yeah. I've dealt with it for the past 24 years now. So, well, 23 going on 24. So, yeah, cold. Okay. Tired of it. <laughs> yeah, when you come down, we'll go to the beach. Oh, for sure. I'll be yeah. there. Rain, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Congratulations on all the success. I look forward to the big moves that you have on the way. Thank you so much. All right, Rain. Enjoy the rest of your night and stay safe. Take care, all right? You too. Bye. All right, Rain. Bye-bye.